Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm Allison H. Larson. We've got some amazing guests here in studio. Today's show is all about investing in yourself. And before we get started, I have to say this is a great day to have this show. I'm doing a, holding a Women of Influence Mastermind. We ended up renting a really big estate. Something broke in the estate. They upgraded us to a larger estate. It's like 12,000 square feet. Came with the use of a Stingray and a Maserati. So I drove up to the <laughs> station in a Stingray today. And I'm just feeling like I'm on top of the world. And like I'm like, yeah, this is the lifestyle I want to live. Um, and before I introduce you, actually, a really uh, interesting story just wanted to go briefly into about investing in yourself. Of course, it's about feeling good and investing in yourself on the inside and also being able to in- invest your money a- in a way that's going to help you be able to uh, grow and enjoy the lifestyle you want. A while ago, when I was first getting started, I went to an event and someone said to me, Allison, you should just say to yourself every day, I'm a millionaire. Just say to yourself, I'm a millionaire, and live in that vibe and that frequency. It was so interesting because I did it for a week and had crazy things happen. Like I went to a hotel and they just said, oh, you know what? We see that you're a Diamond member. By the way, we have a corner suite available. Um, Do you just want this corner suite? No extra charge. Got upgraded to a sports car when I was going to do my rental car. These amazing things started happening. And I was like, yeah, this is amazing. It's the frequency of feeling like a millionaire and feeling like a million bucks. So um, with that being said, I want to introduce our two experts today that are going to be talking about feeling like a million bucks, maybe earning a million bucks, and uh, being able to invest in yourself and in your future. Um, first up, I want to introduce the lovely Lauren Shipley coming all the way to us today from Utah. And um, Lauren, I would love for you just to brag a little bit about yourself and some of your accomplishments and what you do. If you've listened to my show, you know I give my guests total <laughs> permission to brag, and if they don't do a good enough job, I'm going to jump in. So I'd love just to to take a moment to have you introduce and brag about yourself. Fantastic. Well, thank you for having me on the show. So I am a connections coach. So I've had a really awesome opportunity to step on tons of different stages and talk to different people on multiple different social media platforms, um, which is really exciting for me. I love being on stage. Um, my favorite thing is to see people and to be able to see the transformation that they have, these aha moments in the stage and um, when I'm communicating with them over different social media platforms. So that's been really exciting for me. Um, My biggest soul excitement probably is working with people Mm -hmm. one-on-one. I've been able to sit down and dive in with people and truly teach them how to invest in themselves, but most importantly, figure out who they are, who they're investing in. And after I've been able to really knock down the walls of their false identity, I've been able to help them to create the life that they want. Oh, I love that. Yes, and it's truly been so priceless for me. I've seen clients that were on the brink of bankruptcy go in and have thousands of dollars in their bank account now traveling the world. I've had other clients who've walked away from corporate positions to start a business on their own and flourish because of the tools that we've been able to work through. Well, and here's the deal too, and this is what I love about what you do. You can be a millionaire. You can have all this money and all the success on the outside, but if you don't feel like it on the inside, if you don't get rid of those blocks, if you don't recognize who you are, first of all, you 
you could lose your identity. Or second of all, you know, I know plenty of people that have a lot of money, but they don't have a lot of happiness. So I love that you're helping people find that inner success and happiness, knowing who they're investing in so they can really find their true identity and move forward and be happy in their success. Yeah, absolutely. And what I find is that when you do truly find who you're supposed to be and meant Mm -hmm. to be, paths will open up for you so much. And that's where you actually find the true success, not from the money that you're chasing. Yeah, so true. So true. Well, a pleasure to have you here in studio. We're going to hear you. more from you. Lauren's going to have some amazing tips for us, uh, the things that she's used with her uh, clients and people that she's helped to um, really take to the next level in, in getting over those blocks. Um, our other guest, also from Utah today, you flew in from Utah, uh, Christian Sadler. And Christian, you are actually helping people to uh, invest and, and be wise financially. So uh, I'd love to hear a little bit more about what you're doing and give you permission to brag about some of your biggest accomplishments. Absolutely, Allison. So recently I've started calling myself an advocate for financial literacy because there's a lot of things I do that don't necessarily benefit me directly, but it's because I want people to have that financial literacy, to understand the money game, because most people are in a system that just quite frankly doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And uh, I knew that was for me. You know, right out of high school, I went into steel fabrication. I was working 12-hour days and seven-day weeks, and I started to travel. And it wasn't getting me any further ahead. And mm-hmm. uh, real estate, I believe, is the foundation to wealth. Mm-hmm. But it's not just about investing in real estate. It's about understanding the whole financial picture so that you can set yourself up for freedom. And just like yeah. you said, it's not necessarily about the things. I mean, so many people are stuck on going after things they don't really care about to impress people that they don't even know. And what we should be focused on is our net worth and our time yeah. with our family. Wow. That's so powerful. Now, you've actually worked with a lot of people to help them make a lot of money, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. So, so <laughs> I know you don't, you're being so humble about that, but uh, Christian has helped many, many people make a lot of money. So I'm um, really excited to have you on here. And Christian, I want to dive a little bit deeper here because I know you have a really interesting story. You're in high school. You're kind of noticing things around you. And you actually have been in um, in this game for how long? 13 years? 14 years. 14 yeah. years. Yeah. And you aren't, you aren't that old. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to say that. You're still pretty young. And you've been doing this for 14 years. So you started at quite an early age. Was it your, I mean, was your family in real estate? How did you get into real estate? Uh, no, absolutely not. I mean, I I was kind of the furthest thing from uh, somebody you'd look at as a successful entrepreneur. I got kicked out of every school after grade school. Oh, wow. Um, kind of the trouble. Wait, wait, wait. Why, why did you get kicked out? What was your... Well, Allison, that's a long story. You don't want to go Let's <laughs> just say I didn't pay too much attention to what yeah. they were teaching in school. Okay. So you didn't pay attention whether you were getting kicked out. So how did you go from being this troubled teenager to doing real estate? When did you even start doing investing in real so estate? So I've been investing in real estate full time since I was 22 years old. Okay. I'm 35 now. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, what I what happened to me was I just looked around at the families who had more as far mm-hmm. as lifestyle was concerned. Okay. And I noticed that all the parents had something to do with real estate. And so at 17 years old, somehow I just decided I was going to be a real estate investor. I just didn't know how I was going to do it. Yeah. So, so you made that decision at 17. And uh, wh- how, did you, how did you 
I mean, how did you move forward with that? Did you start going to classes? Did you call somebody? Did you, I mean, what was your path? I'm just curious here. Yeah. Uh, You're so, like, I want to get into real estate. Where do you even start? Like I've thought for a long time, <laughs> I want to get into real estate. I don't even know who to call or where to start. So at <laughs> right. 17, I can imagine you're like, okay, I want to do this, but how? Yeah, I didn't have a clue. And I couldn't really go to those parents because they were, I was the kid they didn't want their kids <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> oh, no. So uh, I started <laughs> calling off of the late night yeah. TV programs. I would, you know, go to the seminars that would come in. Oh, town. you're talking about those infomercials that used to come on, uh -huh, right? Exactly. You called the infomercials? <laughs> I called oh my gosh. the infomercials. Okay. I went to the seminars. I spent the money. And what I found was many of these programs were designed more to sell me more education than they were to actually teach me. That's interesting. And I've noticed that cycle too. So you would go to these programs, they would be like, hey, here's a couple of tips. But if you really want the, the good stuff, then you're going to have to pay more. Exactly. Yeah. Come to this seminar, come on this bus tour, go to this cruise. And it just, you know, it's a cycle that goes on and on. And it wasn't until I connected with a local community of real estate investors that were actually doing it. And I could be mm -hmm. introduced to people who were in the game and living it as their full-time occupation. And that's where I was able to start setting myself free. That's really interesting. And I think there is a power of having a group of people come together that have intentions. And I actually know now too, you weekly, you get together groups of people now that are local, that are interested in investing and you're actually helping them do what you had someone do for you a while ago, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, when I started, I went into this little tiny room with maybe 15 people. And now mm -hmm. I rent out an entire wing of a college. We have over 300 people that get together on a weekly basis to That's network, so crazy. share okay. resources. I just have to, I just have to, by the way, guys, I just have to, to um, commend you a little bit because 300 people weekly. I've been in the event industry for a long time. I mean, there are people that like spend months trying to get 100 people to their events. So that's awesome. And I want to hear more um, in the second segment, a little bit more about some of your tips, how you're doing that, um, how you can grow communities and get people together. Lauren, I want to come back over to you now. Now, you you help people remove their blocks. Christian has a very interesting story. Troubled teen started <laughs> noticing that, you know, he wants to make more money. His friends or the people around him that you want to live like were investing. So he got into investing. Yeah. Did you just wake up one day and be like, hey, I want to help people remove move blocks so they can feel better about themselves? I mean, were you <laughs> like the, like the six-year-old going around being like, hey, you, you've got a block. I need to remove it. What, what's your story? How did you get into doing this? So ironically, um, I kind of fell into it, if you will. So I feel like I started thinking about doing this type of thing back in college. So mm -hmm. I was called Dr. Lauren Ooh. in college. All my story sisters would come to me with life questions or dating questions, and we'd really dive in deep with them. And so... I kind of feel like I started having the, this foundation laid for me that I wasn't aware of. And so I knew I wanted to go on this path. I went to college for it, couldn't figure it out. And so finally I was like, God, just tell me what to do. Just tell me the direction you want me to go. I will. Like, have you ever had that moment where you feel like you're going about life and you're like, I don't know where to go. Just tell me where oh, to go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think everybody probably experiences that sometime in their life where they just have this feeling like they they aren't doing what they want to do and there's yes. something else they're supposed to be doing, but it's like, what is that other thing I'm supposed to be doing? I can totally relate to that. I've yeah. Those moments. Yeah. So I really, first off, I started working on myself. I made some really big transformations in my own personal life. And I started getting in the groove of things and saying, okay, this is the path I think I'm supposed to go down, but I wasn't sure. And it was really in this moment where truly I feel like God was like knocking on my door like so hard to the point where I couldn't ignore it anymore. Yeah. Um, it was kind of crazy how it came about because I was actually on – 
just floating down the river one Sunday in Utah and the sun was shining and I was there with a bunch of group of, of, of friends and we ended up getting separated. Um, I don't know if you've flown a river, everyone gets separated yeah. and you're exploding yeah. by yourself. No, yeah, totally. <laughs> So, Unless you tie to each other's tubes, which I've also tried to do before. It's very too. dangerous. I've fallen over and like hit a rock because oh, I couldn't gosh. get away. Oh, gosh. Okay. So okay. Danger. Do not tie yourself <laughs> not to other tie people's your tubes. tubes. You heard that on. <laughs> oh, that sounded like do not tie your tubes. Do yes. Not, we're talking about floating a river. Okay. Just let's get back to. Okay. So you're yes, floating, floating the river, river and you got separated. I <laughs> yes. don't know. We went down a rabbit hole there. Yes. So I ended up getting separated with a girl mm-hmm. named Jen. And we started talking about what we do um, in life. And she told me that she empowers women to feel sexy. So I was like, how do you do that? And she said, I'm a life coach. And it was like, I swear, like the sun, like the clouds parted and God was like, here I am. Yes. It was like banging. Like, here is the answer. Like, God, this is what God has been banging on the door for. And so I went home and I started doing research and I started slowly opening the door because once, like, I'll tell you, once God knocks on your door and you decide to truly answer it, it's kind of scary because you don't know what's on the other side. And so I slowly started opening the door, and the more and more I opened the door and truly just put my faith in this is my path, so many miraculous things have started coming together. And so that's really the calling that I felt that I was supposed to do for people is really help them figure out the barriers that are keeping them from figuring out who they truly are. Because if you don't know who you really are, you're not going to hear and you're not going to see the signs that God has given you every single day for the direction you're supposed to go. So I truly help people break down those barriers and rebuild their foundation to live their life on their own terms and no one else's. And once they can do that, they will truly feel guidance and see the signals and hear Mm -hmm the purpose that they're supposed to go down. Yeah, I love that. And I know we're going to get more into some of the um, suggestions you have here in the second segment. But one thing I noticed about both of you, and I I think this is really, really important, uh, because in this game of life coaching and financial investing and and giving really the advice business, there's a lot of pretenders. Oh, absolutely. There's people that really haven't done the work themselves. And you know what? Everybody has to start somewhere. And I'm not saying don't start if you haven't done something. Do, but don't say that you've had success if you haven't. And one thing that's impressed me about both of you is you actually did the work on yourself first. You actually invested, Christian. You knew that this was a proven technique before you started teaching other people. Lauren, I was really impressed when you said, hey, I I did some self-work first. You know, I'd done a lot of self-work before I was ready to step into that coaching mode. So how important do you think it is um, to, to be able to do that before you set yourself up as an expert or to at least be in the process of doing that. And what advice would you give somebody that's just barely starting out so that they can feel like they're worthy of leading other people or giving them advice? Christian, what would you say? I would say, you know, look at results because results do speak. And that was one of the things that set me free was having a mentor who was already a millionaire. He was already making the money that I wanted to make. And it's hard to teach from a place that you haven't been to yet. In fact, if you haven't been beyond it, how can you really lead someone to one to get there? And so um, that doesn't always mean you have to be there in every category, right? You can have other people on your team. Good point. Yeah, no, that's that's a really good point, too, because maybe you've had success in one way, but you shouldn't be like, hey, well, I'm not qualified to teach people because my marriage isn't perfect or because my, you know, child's struggling or whatever it is is, but take that piece or component. Um, I like that. I like that thought a lot. And so if you, for somebody who's just starting and investing and maybe has a, feels called to help other people with this too, what would you recommend that they do? 
I would say uh, get around people uh, who are actually doing it, right? Yeah. And look at the results of the people that they've worked with. And if you can surround yourself with the right people, if you can get the right knowledge, I mean, we live in a world where there is so much general information out there. Right. You some can find good, anything on the internet. Some of it bad. Right? Yeah. And you could spend a lifetime sifting through it trying to figure it out. Or you could find the people who already have the information in a way that can move you forward towards success. Well, I think that's the difference between knowledge and wisdom, too. I think knowledge is abundant. You can get information anywhere. But wisdom is the ability to be able to apply that knowledge in a way that's going to help you reach your goals. And that's where mental and coaches come in. And again, I just love that community that you've created, Christian, of people that can come together and support each other. That's what I'm doing today with the Women's Mastermind as well, because um, I, I, I feel like when you you become the sum total of the five people you surround yourself with, right? We've all heard that quote. But also something that struck me a while ago, someone said, hey, if you want coaching or mentoring advice, you better hire somebody that's further ahead than you. And what I mean by that is we're all on this road of life, right? And our final destination is peace or happiness or whatever that goal is, right? That's our final destination. And there's a bunch of people on this road to this final destination. There's always going to be people ahead of you. There's always going to be people behind you. Well, the people that are ahead of you, look to them to mentor you. Don't look to the people that are beside you or behind you, and then look to pass on information and knowledge to people that are behind you. And I feel like that's where true fulfillment comes. Um, Lauren, what are your thoughts on this? So I love how you said that we're all on this journey of life. And that's really, for me, I got nervous to get into this industry because I was the person that thought, I'm not good enough. I don't know enough. Like, I'm not perfect. And I had one of my mentors tell me, like, Lauren, you are human. And that was like the best advice I'd ever gotten was that, yeah, I am making mistakes and I'm not perfect. And I have learned some really valuable things by making those mistakes. And those are the things I want to pass on to people. I don't have to be perfect to be in this industry. And in fact, in my industry, I think that the people who do pretend to be perfect are going to be the ones that fail. Yeah. I don't think people want perfect mentors. I think they want people who have struggled. And yes. maybe, I mean, there's two ways we can learn. We can learn through counsel or consequence. And I would rather learn through counsel. Well, how do I do that? I find somebody who's already experienced the consequences <laughs> and, and gone through them. And I say, hey, how do I avoid these? Um, really great discussion. Really great information. We've got to go to a break now. But when we come back, I, I know Christian and Lauren, you have some really great advice to share with us is going to help people on their path to investing in themselves and in their future. So uh, during this break, get out your notebooks, your pens, your phones, whatever you want to take notes on. You're going to want to write this down, and uh, we'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Spotlight. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Listen for In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt, international media celebrity, supermodel, and renowned beauty and lifestyle expert, as well as founder and CEO of Envelop Her, multimedia platform for women, and sought-after inspirational speaker on women's issues. You'll connect with Clarissa's super influencer celebrity friends and experts as they speak about health, wealth, beauty, lifestyle, business, the love of giving, and the love of living a model life. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now. To showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event, visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. I'm Allison H. Larson. You know, if you're just joining us, we have here today, we're talking about investing in yourself, investing in your future. We've got experts, two experts here, Lauren Shipley and Christian Sadler, and I really want to jump, just dive deep into this content right now, because Lauren, you're talking about really being able to find out who you are so you know what you're investing in. And this is so smart because before I invest money in anything, before I invest time in anything, I I take the time to find out about it. Yes. I take the time to figure out what am I investing in? What's my return going to be? How's this going to help me? But what so many people forget to do is to do that with themselves, find out who they are and where they're going before they start investing in themselves. Um, so what are your tips for somebody to really be able to find out who they are? Yeah, well, I want to talk about a point that you just made, and it's that people don't invest in themselves. And when you don't have a solid foundation of who you are, you will never be as successful as you want to be in all the other avenues of your life. So if you don't know who you are and you go to Christian to invest, you can invest, but you're never going to be as good and great as you want to be or need to be because you're not on a solid foundation. Okay, hold on. I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a little bit because I'm a mom. I know there's a lot of moms out there, but... Why would I invest in myself when I could invest in my kids? Isn't that selfish to invest in myself? Or why wouldn't I just go give my money to a charity or, um, you know, help help somebody in my family? Why why should I invest in myself? That seems really selfish to me. Okay, I love moms so dearly, and I'm not a mom yet, so I can't quite understand. But I want to shake moms and say, you are so important. Mm-hmm. You are just as important as your children. Like think about, this is like where I thought about this first in life, is when you're on the airplane and the stewardess is like, put your mask on first before you help anyone else. 
Like, why do you think that is? Well, you aren't going to be able to help them if you're passed out. Exactly. But think about all the times that you as a mother are exhausted Mm -hmm. and you feel like you're going to probably pass out at the end of the day and you have no energy left to give and you truly are running on empty. Mm -hmm. And if you can take the time to truly fill up your cup prior to giving it to your kids, you will have so much more to give to them. Yeah. in the long run. And you truly are going to be able to invest more in them if you invest in yourself first. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Okay, so how do you find out who you are? So I actually take my clients through a three-step assessment. I call it the false identity assessment. Okay. So the first key thing is to figure out the things that you personally are telling yourself you are. Okay, so hold on. This is a false identity assessment. So it's helping me to understand maybe the false identities that I've been giving myself, right? Yes. Figure out who I truly am. Okay, so the first step is what? So the first step is to write down all the things that who you think you are. And this can be positive, this can be negative. You can say, I'm too skinny, I'm too fat, I'm a mom, I'm single, I am happy, I am miserable. the things you think you are right. and all the words that you're telling yourself. Okay. And what I recommend doing is we have tons and tons of subconscious thoughts that go through our mind every single day. And so I have a client take time and really focus for three days and write down all the subconscious things that come to their mind, whether it's going to pay for your Starbucks and you pay with a credit card because you don't know if you have enough money in your bank account. Okay, how does that make you feel? What are you? What is the internal story yeah, that you're I'm telling not, I'm yourself? I'm not good with money. I'm a bad money manager or whatever yes, it is. Yes, I'm poor. I'm never going to be rich. All these things that we tell ourselves. So write those things down. So everything that you say, I am to, I am good mom. I am a bad mom. I am a good with my money. I am bad with my money. So those are the things that you're just becoming aware of that self-talk, right? Yes. Okay. So take three days Mm -hmm. because it's hard the first day. I mean, you miss so many things. And so you have to kind of take a couple days to get good at this. And am I rating this this down? down. Yes. Write this down on a list. And then in a separate list, I want you to think of all the things that society or other people have told you who you are. Mm, Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because if you go back to identity, it really starts at birth. I mean, think about it. You're born into an identity. You're born into a race. You could be born into a religion. You're born into a social class. You're born to a single mom. You're born to a family of five kids and you're the youngest. And right then in that moment, you are starting to get be given identities. Mm. Now, the crazy thing about identities is that the more we give ourselves and the more that other people give ourselves, it starts to fight against who we really want to become. Mm-hmm. And so my third step is for us to dive through these two separate lists and determine how does this make you feel and what are the emotions that this is evoking for you? Okay. Are these positive emotions? Are these negative emotions? Are these the types of things that you want to be? Yeah, I love that because, you know, science has proven now that if if we think negatively of ourselves or have these negative thoughts, it actually lowers our energy. They're actually able to measure the thought field now, right? And so they find that people with negative thoughts get sick more often, aren't as strong. You know, there's a whole bunch are more susceptible to stress, depression, all these things. So I love that because not only are you identifying what you're saying to yourself and a lot of these things, I think we probably don't even know or realize that we're doing until we make that conscious decision and also what other people have put on us. Because I think about that, you know, the things that people have told me about myself that I believed that, you know, maybe I've even been from birth. And then is that a positive or negative for me? Is that 
serving me or is it not serving me? So what do you do with the negative stuff? What if you realize there's a bunch of negative stuff you don't want? What do you, how do you get how do you let go of that? Well, and those are the things where you I take them through a process to break down those types of okay. negative emotions. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be negative, ironically. Mm-hmm. And I like what you said is it's still serving me. Yeah. So I'll give you an example. Like I was born into a religion. And it's a great religion, but that religion wasn't serving me. It wasn't helping me grow as a person, and I was fighting against it. Even though I was told, this is who you are, this is what you need to become, I didn't make that personal decision. So I had to take myself out of the equation, take a step back and say, is this who I want to be? Or is this what society and my parents have given me? And then I had to step away from that, and I had to reheal that. And Mm -hmm. from stepping away from that, it really is. that was so much of my identity and I had to step away and rebuild who do I want to be what do I believe who am I going where is this what does this all mean for me I love that the false identity assessment so definitely begins with awareness I love that Uh, thank you for sharing that with us so Christian uh, you know we've just talked about investing in ourselves realizing who we really are getting rid of those false identities so once we're ready to do that and you're ready to take that next step and you want to make a financial investment outside of yourself where do you turn what are the steps what do you what do you do so when we get together the first thing that i like to have people understand is the five what we call pillars of wealth okay and the first pillar is education we've talked a little bit about that already it's about getting specialized knowledge towards what you're looking to accomplish um, the next one is being in business for okay, yourself. So hold on, write that down. Pillar yes. number one, education. Um, get, get Find out about what you're, what you're doing, what you're going to invest in. Okay, second pillar? Yeah, get specialized knowledge. Specialized uh, knowledge. Second, second pillar is business. business. So you open yourself up to freedom when you get into business for yourself. Now, some business owners will say, maybe not at first, right? <laughs> uh, but the fact of the matter is, if you're not building your own dreams, you're the cog in the wheel to build somebody else's. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's really, it's really profound. I heard the other day, you know, depression is when you're um, building other people's dreams instead of your own. And Mm. I thought that really is true. And depression, the term depression, meaning being depressed, you know, not necessarily the emotional depression, but, you know, being depressed yourself. Okay, sorry. So first pillar was specialized knowledge. Second uh pillar, business, business, third pillar, taxes. Oh. So by being <laughs> immediately in, you say taxes, I'm like, oh, I taxes. I'm going to just thing. look over and here. An interesting time of year for it, yeah. right? A lot of people are getting faced with some major tax, uh, yeah. you know, challenges. Yeah. Uh, the fact of the matter is, I ask people all the time: Are the t- is the tax code built for the wealthy or for the poor? Mm. And whatever answer it is, it, it's wrong because it's it, we all have the same code. It's for the educated. And so what you've got to do is educate yourself because most of us are spending 33% of our income and we're giving it straight over to Uncle Sam. And so by by getting into business for yourself and learning about the tax code, you can actually save yourself almost a third of your income where you could, and the reason is the tax code was built to stimulate the economy. So if you can do things that stimulate the economy, you don't have to pay as much in. Really interesting. So where do I even go to learn about that? <laughs> so. Well, I'm a little biased, so you can come to me first. Okay, <laughs> Christian. I, uh, I'll be exchanging numbers with you after this. Actually, I already have your number. But, yeah, that's really interesting. And I think he has so many people when it comes to taxes. I mean, honestly, business owners that I know, they go into this avoidance mode, right? I'm just going to ignore it. I was talking to I know so many people in the industry that I work in. They're like, yeah, I'm like five, six years behind on my taxes. You know, it's, it just gets crazy. Oh, but I think, I think – 
if you just hit it head on, right? And you, I think knowledge is empowering. So if, like you said, if you know how to work the system and you feel confident in being able to make it work for you instead of against you, then that's not something to be afraid of. So I really like that. What's the fourth pillar? Banking. So the interesting thing is, is most people are paying another third of their income, 33% of their income to the banks in this black hole that we mm. call interest. Oh, and yeah. they don't I'm, even oh, realize it. And it comes down to learning about amortized debt versus simple interest. And when you can start using the bank products that are in your favor rather than the bank's favor, then that's when you can start winning the game. And what this is one of the things, one of the, the core topics that we talk about for people is mortgages, banks make more on mortgages than they do on uh, payday loans. Because payday loans sign up. What? Oh, yeah. Think Are about you it. serious? Well, actually, I know you're serious. I'm thinking back to all that I've paid in interest over the house that <laughs> I've owned for 11 years mm-hmm. that I'm just barely not upside down in because I built it at the wrong time. Anyway, that's a different story. So, <laughs> And the thing is, is most people sign up for mortgages. They yeah. refinance or they buy something new every three to five years. And if you go look at your payments right now, you can see that 80 to 90% of your payment is going towards interest. <laughs> and they trick you into thinking, well, as long as you keep paying it for 30 years, then it's going to switch on the other side of this yeah. curve. Yeah, yeah. But nobody makes it to the other side of the curve. And so you've got to learn how to get on because the other very, side of it from the beginning. Because very few people own their houses for that long, right? Right? Is exactly. that what you're saying? Yep. So you can get on the other side of the curve from the beginning? You can, yes. Really? And all it, uh, all that you have to do is use the banking products that benefit you more than they benefit the banks. Interesting. This whole idea, okay, so this is just coming to me. Like, I feel this way about um, the healthcare in America, too. I feel like people aren't proactive in their healthcare. They're just like, okay, well, the doctor's the expert, just whatever. I'm going to go to the doctor, whatever he tells me I'm going to do. Yes, the doctors know a lot. They've had a lot of education, but they call it a practice for a reason. And if you're proactive in your healthcare and you seek out different doctors and different advice and become knowledgeable, I've known many, many people that are able to take their healthcare back into their own hands. Well, as you're talking, I'm feeling the same way about financial literacy. I think a lot of the times we just say, oh, well, this is how it's done. The bank knows best. The mortgage officer knows best. The, you know, my accountant knows best. And we take ourselves out of the equation and we are no longer proactive in our money and um, and and we don't even really understand where it's going and if it's working for us or against us. And what you're saying is there's a way to be proactive. There's a way to get our money and our investment to actually work for us instead of against us. You just need to know what that is, right? Absolutely. I mean, people are putting money into savings account and you actually lose money by putting your money in a savings account. What? I know the interest rate's not high, but how do you lose money? In well, savings account? what is inflation right now? I don't know. Because <laughs> obviously I'm not educated about okay. financial. That's what you're here, Christian. You're telling me. That's correct. So, I, well, you're let's, like, that's let's correct, start with Allison, this. That is why I'm what? here. I'm here to help you. <laughs> what are you getting in your um, savings account right now? Let's start with that. I don't know. Is it point <laughs> something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like less than 1%. What I'm I sure. figured out yeah. is if it starts with a point, it's pointless. Right. Oh, that's really good. If it starts with a point, it's pointless. Absolutely. I love it. Absolutely. And inflation is over 3%. So Mm -hmm. if you just leave your money sitting in a savings account, you're actually losing money. Cash Mm -hmm. is not king. Cash flow is king. Okay, hold on. Say that again. Cash is not king. Cash flow is king. 
Correct. I love that. You know, I love that image too of just flowing, like money flowing through you. And um, again, I'm like this, like I'm having like these visions as you're talking of like, I mean, all those interest rates and stuff, that's like the stuff that gunks up the cash flow, right? Yeah. And your absolutely. cash is going into these um, places that's not your pocket. It's not working for you. So this is really intriguing. And we and won't even get into how much people are taking their money and putting it into a retirement account and shipping it off to Wall Street, hoping that somebody else is going to care more about their financial future than they are. Did you realize that you can self-direct your retirement account and invest in anything you want? No. I didn't even know what the interest rate was on my savings account. Do you think I'm going to know that, Christian? But this is so fascinating to me. So, okay. So at this point, like I, I'm going to play devil's advocate, but I'm, I'm like dead serious about it. This myself too. This is where I start feeling overwhelmed. Oh crap. I know nothing about this. Like, I don't even know what the interest rate is in my savings account. I don't know, you know, that you can make your retirement funds work for you. And I start to feel overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And then I tend to just be like, oh, forget it. You know, it's too late for me. I can't do this. So what advice would you give me at, at this point? So please understand that getting specialized knowledge doesn't mean you have to know everything, right? Okay. I am not the sharpest tool in the shed. You can ask anybody that knows me, <laughs> but I surround myself with nerds people that are nerds about any topic that I need to know. There's actually a story about Henry Ford where people were, were saying negative things about him and he, yeah. he went to sue them about uh, for libeling him. And they took him to court and they were just trashing him and they were asking them these silly the questions. And he said, uh, why would I need to clutter my mind with all this general information when I have a line of buttons that I can call anyone at any time to get the information that I need directed towards the purpose of what I'm trying to Yeah, accomplish? I remember hearing that story. And, and that goes along with John Maxwell, too. You know, to be a really good leader, you aren't trying to do everything yourself or know everything yourself, but you know who to call and you know who has the information you need. So you aren't saying don't be proactive and, and just give your money over to these people, you're saying, know who has the information that you need to know and, and call them so you can make a proactive decision about your investments, right? Absolutely. Okay, that's great. And then there's one more pillar left. Okay, what's the last pillar? Real estate. Okay. I'm very biased. I believe real estate is the foundation to wealth. And that's the only place that I know of that you can set up long-term passive income that can outlast you is real estate. Oh, I love the idea of real estate. Obviously, you know, and here's the story. This comes back to you, Lauren. So I'm hearing it myself. Well, Allison, you're not a good real estate investor <laughs> because you're still barely making money on the house that you built 11 years ago. But um, so, Christian, what would you give somebody? I mean, I've always wanted to get in real estate. What's what's the very um, first step? Is it buying a house? Is it what is it? I would say it's getting educated. Getting educated. So many okay. people Back think that I would rather Smart. invest in my in in uh, a deal than myself. And the most yeah. valuable asset, the most pe valuable piece of real estate you have, is the six inches between your ears. Yeah, love that. Wow, this has been a fascinating segment. I learned so much from Lauren and Christian. Um, I'm sure you guys learned a lot from them too. When we come back, we're going to find more out about what Lauren and Christian are doing now, um, the groups that they're helping, and how they're working with people to really help them uh, move forward in their life and sharing this content. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Sustainable success. 
is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get Amplified. If you want to join the ranks of the influencers, you've got to think like an influencer. How about joining one of the top influencers in the world, Leonard Kim, for Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard and his guests discuss the topics that aspiring influencers need to know, from brand building to getting yourself published and growing your audience. There's a bunch of fun and even some twists involved to keep you on your toes. You just have to listen every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. Such fascinating topics today. And you know what I'm realizing is we're talking about investing in ourselves and investing in our future. They're so closely cor- correlating. And what we ta- were talking about at break was, you know, I've had this false identity that I've taken on that I'm not good with money or I'm not good at investing money. And that's actually affected my confidence when it comes to investing my money. So this has just been fascinating. This is just, you can just call this whole show Personal Therapy Hour with Allison. <laughs> so I'm just going to lay down on this table here. You guys can can work on me. You can fill my my head with knowledge. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we'll share it with we'll share it with everybody that's out there too. So um, I I want to. You've obviously both worked on yourselves. You've gotten to a point where you have this knowledge that's impacting other people. I would love to hear how you're choosing to move forward with that knowledge. And I want everybody to listening listening to think about this in two ways. First of all, I, I know there's people out there that want to connect with each of you. This is an opportunity for them to hear more about what you do. But if you are listening right now and you've been through a certain situation and you have knowledge that's helping people, how are you going to share that and pass along that knowledge to other people? We have two experts here who have taken the time to invest in themselves, who have learned tools that they can share with other people, and now they're effectively sharing those tools with other people. So I think they're you know, the lesson and then the lesson behind the lesson. So Christian, let's start with you. Um, started out in high school, troubled teen, saw that real estate was the way to go. You were self-made in real estate. You made a lot of mistakes, but you finally found a program that worked for you when it came to financial literacy. Uh, you've been very, very successful yourself. You've actually helped a lot of people become very, very successful. I know we talked about this. We don't want to list numbers on this show, but we're talking high numbers, people. Um, so what? how are you doing that? How do you get that message out to people? And how are you helping people now? Well, the first thing I'll do is correct you a little bit. 
Okay. I'm not self-made. You can correct me. I'm oh, teammate, okay. right? Teammate. Oh, I love that. And so it came down to connecting with that community of real estate investors that I've uh, that I talked about. And I actually work with an educational firm, and I really look at it as a grassroots movement in financial literacy because okay. the only way to be invited into this group is to be invited by somebody who's already a part of this group. Now, wow. Okay. Well, hold on. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I'm still stuck on this team thing because I think this is really important to point out is that most people that are really successful, it is a team effort. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the times that I've been like, okay, I just got to do this myself that I end up falling flat <laughs> on my face. So I love that. Love that idea. Okay. So keep going. Keep going. And so uh, when I talk about these events that are run on mm-hmm. a weekly basis, yeah. that's just in Utah. We actually have tens of thousands of us across the country. So I can introduce somebody to a, a community of real estate investors local to them that can uh, assist them. And these events Sold. are all run by volunteers, <laughs> by the way. Okay. So what? all of us are students and we're like alumni of this education. Yeah. So we gather together and we pitch in our own resources to run these events so that we can empower each other and get around people who are on the same path as us. Mm. Very, very interesting. So if there's somebody listening right now and they want to get a hold of you, how would they do that to join one of these groups or find out about them? So as you know, I'm revamping my whole internet yeah. strategy and uh, my website is not available yet. But what you can do is just the, the the biggest thing in finding me is knowing how to spell my name. Once you do that, <laughs> I'm so easy to find. True. Okay, so, so it's so Christian it with an O, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-O-N and Sadler with one D, S-A-D-L-E-R. You can search me. Go find me on Facebook. That's probably where I do majority of my mm-hmm. communication these days is on Facebook. And so send me a private message. I'd be happy to chat with you and talk about where you're at and what your goals are. Okay. And and what about the people listening that are like, hey, I have this great program. I want to do what Christian does because, I mean, that's staggering that you get 300 people together every week. Mm-hmm. That's huge. So what would be your tip or piece of advice for somebody who is like, hey, I want to start a community. I want to start a group of people that are like-minded. What would you tell them? Start where you are and then move to where you need to be. So a lot of people think they're going to rent this huge space and they're going to bring 100 people in, but they haven't yet built an audience, right? Sometimes it starts with one. It starts with meeting person, somebody one-on-one, and it could be at Starbucks. It could be at your own home. And then pretty soon you get those people that are advocates for what you're doing. And that grows into a a group. You might get into a a shared office space where you can start having Mm -hmm. a little bit larger meetings. And then, you know, that grows to where you're renting out, you know, bigger venues. and Like a wing of a college. That's what you do. Entire wing (laughs) of a college, yes. Entire wing of a college. I know that is fun. I I agree with you. That's been fun. I mentioned I'm doing this Women of Influence Mastermind. They're all out there learning about the radio show right now. But, um, you know, it was interesting because when we started, it was like one day, one room. It was a nice venue in L.A., but then we kind of upgraded. We went to New York, and it was like a fun house part, you know, um, on Park Avenue. And then we went to a hotel to meet during the day. And then this mastermind, it's been fun to see it upgrade. And we're in this huge, you know, mansion and a heated pool and 11,000 square feet and all these. And it's so fun because it's grown into that. But had I tried doing that from the get-go, it probably wouldn't have worked. It's like you need to build up to that. So I, I agree. That's great advice, Christian. Love that. So, Lauren, um, I want to talk to you now. So you mentioned that you have this system where you're helping people with their false identity recognize a false identity assessment, mm-hmm. and then you actually take them through a process. Uh, so h- how does that work, or what does that look like when you work with a client? 
So I have three main things that, um, in terms of working with clients, mm -hmm. one's going to be one-on-one, -on -one, okay. um, and then I do have a small th group that is a three-month group. And I hope you all are with. listening, not only how to work with Lauren, but if you're thinking about doing a program yourself, this is a great structure. You have one-on-one, -on -one, you have groups, and then what's that? Yes, and then I do also hold retreats, so a three-day retreat. And I do believe that people do get the most benefit out of being able to do all three. Okay. Um, so if you're wanting to get more deep dive, one-on-one -on -one obviously will get you a more deep dive um, the small groups are fantastic because there's things that these women will share that you didn't even like didn't even dawn on you that you were holding on to mm -hmm. so there's so much power in that and then my favorite is a three-day retreat it gets people out of their current element and gives them time to truly dive deep for hours a day because the one hour a day or the one-on-one -on -one sessions are great. Well, plus it gives retreats you, are just fun. Right? Yeah. I'm like, can we do this all the time? I know, right? <laughs> but it gives you time to truly focus for those three days and escape and it's like, you, like the kids aren't running around in the background or your boss isn't calling you. You have that three days to truly, truly focus on yourself. Yeah, and just disconnect. So how would somebody get a hold of you if they're interested? So Facebook is my biggest platform as well. Um, so you can find me, Lauren Shipley or Coach Low Ship. Um, I have a couple different groups that um, I run on there as well, just depending on your current situation. Um, and then I'm actually getting ready to do a free um, one-day seminar on coming up here okay. in, in Salt Lake on February 9th. And then um, our retreat is also happening um, in April in Salt Lake. So we have a three-day retreat at the beginning of April. But um, with these retreats, I'm pretty um, selective on who I bring in. So this, it is a smaller group of women. I want to make sure it yeah. makes sense to have people come there. So I mean, the first step is going to be to message me on Facebook. I'd love to get on the phone with you and, and chat a little bit further, see if it would be something that makes sense for us to work together yeah. as well. I love that. I love that. Okay, so Lauren, here's a question for you. What is the biggest benefit you've seen from somebody really being able to release their blocks and let go of those um, deep wounds and hurts that have been holding them back? I think for me, like the most exciting thing is having someone be able to look in the mirror and truly say, I love myself. I feel like, especially us as women, we look in the mirror and we destroy ourselves every single time. We're not skinny enough. We're not tan enough. We're not pretty enough. We're not young enough. Mm -hmm. I have a wrinkle on my forehead. That's mine right now. I have this wrinkle on my forehead. Have you heard of Botox? <laughs> I have a great lady. No, I'm just kidding. Mine doesn't, just, it doesn't work sorry. for me. Side sorry. note, sorry. <laughs> no, what, but I, I totally identify. I mean, um, just in my personal journey, and this has been big for me with my personal box and breakthroughs, for years I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror. Like, literally, I would have to cross my eyes or like, if you know, the mirror in the car that you pull down with natural lighting. Mm -hmm. Couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I still struggle a little bit with it. And, um, you know, I've always had body image issues, struggle with an eating disorder, struggle with just um, anxiety disorders. And it's just been really, been really, was really hard. And then in my early 30s, I did a lot of breakthrough work mm -hmm. and was able to get rid of some of those blocks. And for the first time in my life, like the past few years, I've been able to actually, like, love myself when I look in the mirror. And it's amazing and it's affected my relationship with my kids positively it's affected my relationship with my clients positively mm -hmm. it's helped me to be able to really uh, grow my business in a way that's great and plus I'm happier with myself so I totally agree with you and hope that that people would would reach out to you um Christian what's what's you, the biggest benefit that somebody would get from connecting or reaching out to you so I think that 
time and time again, people talk about it's the association. It's the people that you get to start surrounding yourself with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have uh, people that I've been working with that are now making over $400,000 a year, and they get to spend all the time with their family. But I have uh, other people, for example, a guy that just started working with me uh, a couple months ago. I think it was maybe three months ago, him and his wife. His wife actually knew me in grade school, and that's how <laughs> we connected. And this is a big, before you know, Before you were that rebellious teen. You <laughs> she were. knew about the, uh, the, the rebellion. <laughs> okay. Uh, this guy is, you know, he works in like the oil fields. He's a big 260 pound uh, guy, kind of yeah. rough, you yeah, know, yeah. around the edges uh, like I was. And every time I see him now, he gives me this big hug because we taught him this one strategy of how they're going to be able to pay off their 30 year mortgage wow. in about five years. Wow. And he's already seeing the benefits of that. Mm-hmm. And it was just one strategy and one implementation on his part that has completely changed his financial future. And now he doesn't have to travel anymore. He was going mm-hmm. out and working for weeks on end away from his wife, oh, away yeah, from his kids. Oh, yeah, because you have to go out to the fracking machines. Yeah, exactly. I felt really cool when I said that because I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> And so he's back with his family now. He actually took a job as he starts out um, where he's at home. And then he's running his real estate business on the yeah. side and putting himself in a position where he no, no longer has to go to work. Yeah, that's what it's all about. I mean, for me, too, when I work with people, the most rewarding moments, it's, you know, it's great to see, you know, a lot of money in your bank account. It's great to get to do fun things. But the very, very most favorite thing that I have is when somebody looks me in the eye, tears in their eyes, and said something that I've told them or shared with them or done for them has changed their life and that they are happier, that they are living a fuller life. So really, really appreciate all that both of you are doing in the world. We have time for one final thought. This is the thought that I want you to leave with your the audience today. If, if people were to walk away with only one thing from this show today from you, Christian, what would it be? Get educated. Get educated. Yeah. Okay. Lauren? Start today. Start determining who you want to be. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till Monday to start something. Start today. I love that. And I love that both of those are action steps. Both of those are um, calls to action. So if you are listening today, my challenge to you would be to figure out one, at least one thing that you've taken from the show today, one thing that you've learned and figure out what your action step for that is. The difference between a good radio show and a life-changing radio show, the difference between a good event, a life-changing event, a good investment, a life-changing investment comes down to one step and that is action. So right now, if you're listening, I want you to write that down. What is your action step going to be? You have just gotten to hear from two amazing experts about investing in yourself and also investing in your future. Here's my final thought for today, um, besides the take action, and that is um, whatever you do, I want you to do that from a heart space of love, Uh, to be able to, when you're investing in yourself, when you're investing in your future, whatever you do, I want you to really tap into that heart space and uh, do it from a space of love. I do believe that this world right now is shifting towards uh, that space of love. And um, when you love yourself and love other people, that's what really raises the frequency of the planet and allows you to do great things with your investments that you've had. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm Allison H. Larson. You've been listening to Lauren Shipley and Christian Sather, and thank you for joining us on Spotlight. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show. 